Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, September 9th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Biden addressing the country as COVID runs rampant. Bottom line on this, Mr. Biden is trying to portray himself as a tough guy to defeat COVID. He's doing that because he looked weak in Afghanistan and because COVID is a terrible problem for all Americans. The overarch of his speech is that if you will not take the vaccine, you are going to be isolated. You're not going to be able to go many places. That's what Biden is doing. So, we all need to understand that the federal government is very, very adamant about wiping COVID out, or at least controlling it, because of the obvious economic consequences and the hysteria that we continue to experience. So daily COVID cases are four times higher right now than they were on Labor Day weekend a year ago. And the number of deaths from COVID are twice as high. And as everybody knows, most of those people getting COVID are unvaccinated. A new survey published by USA Today says 55% of American parents believe virtual classrooms and remote learning has harmed their children. Seven in 10 say the urchins can make up the lost ground, but only if in-person instruction remains this fall. Americans in six swing states disapprove of the job President Biden is doing as the administration tries to recover from Afghanistan and the border disasters. The president's approval ratings in Arizona, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Texas are lagging by 10 points behind other states. Prominent Democrats campaigning in California to try to save Gavin Newsom, the recall election next Tuesday. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Barack Obama, Amy Klobuchar, Kamala Harris, President Biden, all showing up for Newsom. I don't have a prediction on the recall vote. It is now too close to call. In a moment, 9-11 and me. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, remembering 9-11 20 years later. It doesn't seem that long. I was sitting in my living room on Long Island, watching the news, preparing to go into New York City to do my program, The O'Reilly Factor. Then the first tape appeared on the Fox News channel. I knew it was terrorism right away. And then the second plane crashed into the World Trade Center. Immediately, I mobilized my staff, and I tried to get into New York City, but incredibly, the NYPD had sealed off every way into Manhattan within two hours. I could not get in. So I went to a studio on eastern Long Island, and I did the factor from there. But the true impact of 9-11 did not kick in to me until I came home from work that Tuesday evening. I had small children. They played with other kids in the neighborhood. Some of those children had parents killed. So picture this. The kids wake up, they go to school, they come home, and mommy and daddy are dead. I saw those kids every day. I had to explain to my very small children in a very gentle way why everybody was crying, why everybody was distraught. And it was a situation that I remember I just couldn't really solve anything. I'm a problem solver. That's my nature. But I, I couldn't do anything. Now, the aftermath of 9-11 saw the best of New York and of America. We all rallied together. When I say all, it's not 100%, but it's most Americans. And we wanted to help. First of all, our instincts were to help. But there is only so much outsiders can do. What everyone has to realize about terrorism, which of course exists today, and we're going to see it in Afghanistan, a resurrection of it. What everybody has to understand is when you lose a mom or a dad or a sister or a brother or a son or a daughter, that never goes away. Violent death never goes away. And good-natured people want to do something to help, but there isn't anything we can do. That's the horror of terrorism. And that's what everybody has to understand, that even 20 years later, okay, it's a situation that is ongoing. The pain is ongoing, and it affects people in different ways. Different individuals react in different ways. So on this anniversary, which is Saturday, of 9-11, What we should remember is, number one, that there is evil in the world, and it exists right now. And number two, that as human beings, we have an obligation to mitigate suffering, not only the suffering that stems from 9-11, but all suffering. We have an obligation, a moral obligation, to do as much as we can to help people in pain. Those are the two messages. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. Also, my book, Killing the Mob, available everywhere, and I think you will like it. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1956, a 21-year-old musician from Mississippi performed on the high-powered Ed Sullivan Show. He sang a song called Don't Be Cruel. The man, Elvis Presley. The appearance almost immediately sparked a culture war that lasted for years in the USA. Here's the story. During the performance, the camera stayed above Elvis's waist, sometimes showing his face in close-up, sometimes turning to his backup singers. But something Elvis was doing below his waist was censored. However, the audience was screaming, and the people at home really didn't know why. The reason? Well... Elvis was writhing. In person, in the Ed Sullivan Theater, viewers got to see Elvis doing all his gyrations while he sang an up-tempo Little Richard song called Ready Teddy and just two verses of Hound Dog, which would become a huge hit for him. The press was quick to note that the cameras switched to close-up shots whenever Elvis started prancing around, in effect censoring him, as I said. But the TV audience got to see a lot. The girls screamed when he gyrated, winked, and even stood perfectly still. They screamed no matter what Elvis did. So with the shake of his hips, Elvis Presley ushered in a new era of rock and roll. Preachers across the country accused Elvis of promoting premarital sex Protests were organized against Elvis in St. Louis, Nashville, Memphis, other cities. Despite the uproar, his appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show launched one of the most successful acts in music history. However, fame took its toll on Elvis. He OD'd on drugs twice in 1973, but those incidents were kept quiet. The public did not know. But then in August of 1977, Elvis Presley was discovered dead on his bathroom floor. At the time, he was ingesting 30 different medications. Doctors ruled the cause of death a likely heart attack, but it was not. It was an overdose. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.